Welcome to Let's Open the Box of Zen with Hitomi. Over the next hour, you will learn how to open, free your mind, and overcome the toughest challenges life throws your way on your path to achieving Zen. Now, here is your host, Hitomi. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. I wonder where you are and what time is it for you? Thank you for joining my show. Let's open the box of Zen. I am your new host, Hitomi. Last week, my colleagues from the online fitness group, the box of Zen and I welcomed a very special teacher of ours as a, our first guest. He is the 34th Shaolin disciple, an amazing teacher of authentic Qigong and Kung Fu, and is also an actor as a martial artist in the feature film, The Turtle and the Sea, which won Best Local Picture at the Birmingham Film Festival. Today, he will continue to share with us the secret of how he stays true to himself, being an authentic individual, no matter how many titles he holds. Here are some highlights from last week. So my job is give people confidence. So I need to let them believe themselves. But only you doing, you will believe yourself. Yeah. When class finished, doesn't matter you feel easy or hard. You did first job. So every day by every day, your confidence will grow. You understand your body is your best teacher. I have to trust myself. I have to be honest to myself. So I can't lie to, I cannot lie to myself. This reason I try to make everything is real. You may be not fancy. Everyone call me Shifu Yanli. Everyone call me Master Yanli. Uh, I want to say I'm the student, I'm not the master. Then people respect me, they call me Shufi Yanli, whatever. I, I know myself more than anybody. There were so many inspiring words from him last week. So if you have missed it, please check last week's episode on voiceamerica.com. Let's open that box of Zen. Welcome back, Shufi Yanli. My first question is, do you think your name helping assisting your strong will, the thunder? <laughs> uh, actually, my master given me name Yanli. I even I don't think what Yanli mean. I don't think about it, uh, because Chinese writing have different meanings. When when I come to UK, people ask me uh, what Yanli mean. <laughs> that I think because Lei means thunder, you know. So that uh, quite suit me because. I'm locked like this because my character, I'm quite an uh, angry person, very easy to angry is from my background because my family is very poor and I'm the uh, youngest kids in my family. Can you imagine? And the Chinese culture behind as well. So my sister beat me up. I can't beat back. Everyone can beat me because you're youngest one, you know, you have a lesson. Your sister, your, sister, your older sister, older brother tell you everything you have to do. What about my anger? <laughs> so <laughs> if I'm angry, they beat me. So I'm angry for food, angry for myself. So I want to be grab fast, you know, everything. I just know when you're strong, 
people will listen to you. <laughs> uh, it's, it's background. After, when you learn martial arts, then you understand. Martial arts is not half the war. Martial arts is the stop war. You don't need to fight because you can fight. I tell my students, don't fight him with anger. You can anger him, but don't fight him with anger. Because this person is not your enemy. This person is your opponent that help you, you know? So when you can fight, same with UFC, the truth fighter, your level, you know, you're fighting for you take for your skill. Thank you so much, Shifian Lei. So to say I have your books and I love them. Good. And this yellow suit is uh, I don't know how you call it with one arm uh, that is dressed and one is not. So why is this so? Like why do you have one arm naked and other one? What happened to the sleeve? Okay. Uh, for my understanding is, you know, uh, China's first uh, Shaolin master is called Damo. Yeah, okay. second one called uh, Hui Ke. Because that uh, monk wants to become disciple uh, uh, from Damo. And uh, Damo said, I don't want you. Oh, and uh, yeah. Damo said, uh, he said, one day if you can make snow become uh, red, then I respect you, my students. This reason... He cut his arm out. He used his arm to make the snow become red. This reason you have one. This is for my understanding because I never think this creation is for when you ask me straight away, this idea come from my mind. Yeah. Thank I'll you. To be honest with you, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so grateful that you do not uh, put that demand upon your students. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> Arms, legs. No, oh, it's just it's just one story. They tell you how can you stubborn, determined. You know, yeah, they really want. yeah, you have to want it. Thank you. I've watched your movie. I really like the part your girlfriend and I believe your wife. The real life. Yes. Okay, so um, you asked her something, and her answer was soon. She said soon, and yeah. you said. I don't understand that English soon. It could be tomorrow. It could be next month and sometimes never. And that's, that's the, our society, our issue. Like you said, overthinking, overly busy. When I come to UK, I go into that word soon. I hate that word soon, you know, the same because English is not my first language. I tell my students, I tell them. I cannot say nice words to you. Don't be angry. But my guarantee, what I tell you is truth. It's your decision. You're angry or you're not angry. It's your decision because I don't have this <laughs> lovely <laughs> um, sugar coating. Yeah. I don't know how to say if I'm angry. How do I say I'm not angry? You, you great. I can't say that. I'm angry. I'm angry. Especially I'm teaching fighters. When I'm angry. I'm angry. When you see me very peaceful, I'm very peaceful. <laughs> When you see me very angry, I'm very angry. Didn't mean bad way angry because I want get things better. Um, so this reason, for example, someone said, call me, hey brother, hurry up. I'm not your brother. If you want your brother teach you, tell your brother teach you. Yeah, not me. Because you you have to have distance. If I'm your brother, you call me, hey brother. You know, look like Liko. This, this distance is from your heart, not I give to you. You have to know. People say freedom. Uh, I want freedom. 
Freedom is you know what things you, you can't do it, not what you want to do. Because I never go to school. In China, I only go to school for six years. And I learn Chinese by myself. Uh, I don't go to school learn English. I learn English by myself. So everything I learn by myself, because in some philosophy, you're doing something didn't mean you can talk about. If you want yourself, um, you inside, you have to be powerful, strong. Yeah, doesn't matter outside you, how powerful you, you are. If inside not powerful, you will be crushed because you don't have something you believe can hold your body, look building. You don't have soul. You don't have soul. More outside you strong, more you will be finished. Yeah, only you have your soul hold you. You know, recently you can't do it. Recently you have to do it. Like you will getting getting stronger, and you don't lost your direction. Your life open. It's two doors. Same. I teach my fighters. I tell them don't smoke, don't drinking. You know, when you fight before one month, don't sleep with your wife. It's the rule. You can't. You can't over than rule. You over than rule. What point you you fight? You know because. How do I say the same? I do online teaching. I would prepare myself before, one month before, and as research, I find different small things, small details, put in my mind. I have problem. I don't writing. I just everything in my mind. So it's reason every time I teach first class, I'm very nervous because I don't have writing down all in my mind. But since I opened my mind, will be open more for myself. Yeah. <laughs> Every time you ask me question, I'm talk. I don't know. I answer your question or not. <laughs> <laughs> um, I liked the idea you said. Um, if you know the reason you can do it and reason you should do it, then you find the doors of life. Um, yeah. So I have to make the reasons by um experience and.、Uh, More trainings, right? I have just short question about the、uh, on your web page in shop. I saw many、uh, meditation aid items with uh, uh, different symbols on it and in different forms. Maybe if you can just tell us how does that、uh, work? How does that help meditation? And maybe I should get one to stop thinking. Number one, I don't want to steal my stuff to you. <laughs> I think. <laughs> Nothing can help you stop thinking. Only you can stop you thinking. Nothing. Your action can stop you thinking. Choose something you really don't want to do it. Go to do it. It will stop you thinking. Ah,、uh, so same you do martial arts, yeah. You do martial arts, and you love it. You will do it. How do you love some things? You understand some things. You want look like a disease. You want to understand more, 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 more. Yeah. So number one, when you want to stop you thinking, you have to tell yourself,、uh, see my, tell myself, physically you need to make your body suffering,、okay. mentally you will get more freedom. It's the only way. Yeah. See my mother say, I tell my mother I can't sleep. My mother tell me, go to dig some dig some field, dig all day. <laughs> Do you remember? I read one story about one king. He said. He said to people, "Who can make me feel comfortable?" Everyone thinks this is the king. You know, how do I make him feel comfortable? So one day he go to see someone. This person said, "I can make you feel comfortable. Just come with me." He come with him, his farmer. 
He said, I want you dig this whole field with me together. <laughs> they dig all day. Then after he brings the king, come to his room. He says, sit down, I'll give you some tea. He sit down, he drink tea. He says, tea so tasty. I feel so comfortable. <laughs> this is, yeah, I said the technology before, you know, before a lot of, a lot of problem, we don't have the illness, depressed, this kind of stuff, every problem. Single go technology, you know, we got everything. Then we have this problem because we too too much freedom. <laughs> So sometimes we need to give self no freedom. <laughs> it's joke. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Time is ticking, unfortunately. Um, are you planning to make more films to send your message, your future plan uh, or uh, intention? I, I have. I always want to make movies. I still want because before I make a movie, I have a lot of problem to make that movie. Movie needs a big team, you know, teamwork. So I'm more interested to make documentary film. Good documentary is real, depends on you. Doesn't matter, you just need to tell people the real story. Yes. Wow. We had so much fun today. Uh, thank you so much, Shifiande. And welcome. Um, welcome. thank you, thank you for your precious thank time you. and energy for us. And My energy get, get from you guys. Uh, <laughs> we are the team. <laughs> we are the team. Yeah, thank you. Uh, we are, but uh, we are also very different. Like everybody. Yeah. So, so very it's different. Reason, I, I like you said because we're different. Yes. This reason we are the team because we're different. <laughs> yes. Exactly. <laughs> <For> same. <laughs> Why are we meeting for? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Exactly. 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 Thank you very much. This was very, very enjoyable. Yeah. Me too. And Shifu, when you start your uh, your documentary, I don't charge anything. I'm free. So if you need me to come, I'll come over there. I'll help you anyway with the documentary. No, you need to pay me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pay you. <laughs> it's a joke. It's a joke. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time and see you soon. You we soon. will be on your training. Have a good day. Bye bye. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye. 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 Wow. Thank you, guys. Oh my goodness. Need some chocolate. It was fun. Thank you so much for joining us with Shifiande's interview today. He's a sherry, an authentic person. One of a kind Shaolin master and a teacher. Speak truth, but with love. I think that is the key. I hope today's interview could help you express more of who you authentically are. Shifianle's interview will be on voiceamerica.com. His website is shifuyanlei.co.uk S-H-I-F as a Frank, U, Y, A, N as a Nancy, L-E-I dot C-O dot U-K. His YouTube channel is packed with good, nice free training program of Qigong or Kung Fu. Please subscribe and enjoy. He also has Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. The information will be on voiceamerica.com. 
empowerment channel. Let's open the box of Zen. Now we are moving into George's interview. We are digging into rather negative emotion. It's anger. When I asked Zen and George how we are going to bring it out, George said, I'm always angry. I will take anger. And is that true? Like, are you always angry? So, uh, well, I actually... I think he meant to say hungry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, we're going to go into anger. I think we all try to hide or suppress this emotion. And George is willing to speak about anger. But I never seen you really angry. And I don't want to see you angry. That would scare me. Like you have a big shoulders and big biceps. So what do you mean by you are always angry? So angry. Uh, when I say I'm always angry, you got to take that back now to uh, many years ago, how I was growing up, right? So when you grow up as a man in New York, you got to be tough, right? So you're a young kid and you're going to be around. You're going to be going a lot of places on the street alone. So if you're walking around with a smile on your face, what my dad would tell me was, those are the people that have problems, right? So growing up, I had had like three heroes. So it was my dad who would work all the time. And he would come home late night, but we would bond with TV. You know, it would be dinner, we watch TV together. That's where we would bond. And so we would watch wrestling. So one of our favorite wrestlers was this guy called the Ultimate Warrior, who he was what? Fueled my anger. So I got my dad who's angry. I got his favorite guy and my favorite guy, the ultimate warrior, who's fueled by anger. Oh, this is already so interesting. But we're going to take a short break. Let's open the box of Zen. See you guys soon. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. We often hear the word Zen, but what exactly is Zen? The answer is as endless as a bottomless box. The base of a Zen philosophy is a mind capable of fresh thinking, one that is free, not trapped. Tune in to Let's Open the Box of Zen with your host, Hitomi, to explore how to let go of life's toughest challenges and find your Zen. Let's Open the Box of Zen Mondays at 12 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Welcome back to Let's Open the Box of Zen with Hitomi. Have a question for Hitomi or her guests? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now, back to the show. Okay, 
Thank you for coming back to Let's Open the Box of Zen. This is Hitomi, your host. We are jumping back to Fierce George, speaking about anger. I'm being told when you walk on the streets and you go to the subway train and you take in all these, because I'm on by myself. I'm, you know, I'm on the roads by myself. You gotta, you can't look happy. <laughs> you gotta look angry. Go How old were you? What's sixth grade? Elementary school is fifth, okay. right? So 11, 12. Yeah. Around there. Because then from there, we're going to have to walk to the bus stop. We've got to wait at the bus stop for a couple hours. And where we lived, it was called Left Rack City. So in Left Rack City, it's just giant apartment buildings. And being a five foot fat little kid with a big book bag, I'm not saying it was like the thug streets, but there was a, there was a lot going on over there and you had to keep your eyes open. And then as I grew up into high school, that's 15, 16, I would have to physically, like they say in the stories, walk a mile. I would have to walk a mile to the subway to take the subway to my school, which is called Brooklyn Technical High School of Engineering, which is close to an hour subway ride. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about I would leave the school at like five something in the morning and I wouldn't get home until seven o'clock at night. Yeah. So during that time frame, right, 15, you got to get on the subway. The subway isn't like it is in some places where you have space and it's free. Um, the New York subways is not wasn't at that time as safe as it is as it is now. So that's what I meant by my dad would be like, you know, always look angry. You is know, is it the time all the graffiti was on the subway? The surface? Yeah. yeah, it was in 1996 is when I was going to high school at that time. And then I also played football. So we would carry a big, giant military bag of equipment. So every day, six o'clock in the morning, rain or doesn't matter, snow, walking in the rain through all these people, taking the subway. You know, my dad, like I said, was always in my brain. And then I would have to come home late night. And this is before cell phones. So you couldn't text. Hey, somebody come. Oh, my. So you had to figure it out on your own as you're going. So that's what I meant. By, oh, I'm always angry is because that's the face because you never know. You know, that's the face you gotta gotta have. And if that was what my dad told me, he was the hero. He was, you know, that's who I wanted to be growing up. So yeah, always angry all the time. Mm-hmm. Childhood the story about the anger. Mm-hmm. To me, that anger was coming from fear. You have to put the angry face because the fear of you're gonna be attacked or like a self protection defense mechanism how did it change that fear-based anger um now you um practice mindfulness energy changed so what what is anger to you now your anger good thing or you are trying to avoid to be angry well i think it's well for me it's now anger is is something i'm aware of and i'm conscious of mm-hmm. you can't be aware of Yet you're getting angry if you don't even think about it, if you just let it control you. So I started realizing that it wasn't being constructive. So I would get angry. Let's say somebody says something to me. And don't forget, I came, I went to the Marines. And when I came back, there was a lot of anger. Right. And that anger was also different. So as a kid, it was the anger. of It was fear. Don't get beat up. Don't get this. Don't get robbed. Don't, you know, a lot of things with that. Then when the Marines and I came back now. It wasn't so much that I was afraid anymore because I'm older, I'm physically bigger, I can take care of myself. Now it's the almost like anger of the unknown and what's going on, what am I doing? And that's not helping anything. And now I'm at a point where I realize that, just like you said, and it's all fear. At the end, it was all me being afraid of whatever it was that I didn't know and I couldn't control. And I could only control myself. 
So now it's almost like if somebody says something to me, I don't get angry because it's like, all right, this person is just having a bad day. Mm. Or in relationships, somebody says something and you could take it out. And then I'm like, no, that's my ego getting hurt by this person speaking the truth to me. So is it that I'm afraid of the own truth? No, it's my ego, my pride. I'm a guy. You know, in relationships, that also happens. So you got to, I'm also aware of that. And that's what I mean by also mindfulness that I'm aware of. Here comes that rage. Here comes the incredible hope. Why is he coming out? Is it because this person says something to me that that's right? And now I'm trying to hurt them back. So slowly in like every phase, I, I feel like through the ages, I've it's different phases, it's different growth, it's different learning. And at the, and the big thing is you've got to learn yourself. And that's what I did it. And uh, I'm still working on it. I'm not saying I'm a perfect guy. I still have a lot of anger testosterone. That's why I can grow a beard. Uh, so it still comes out every now and then. But it's not to the point of what it used to be, especially um, especially with the military. There was a, there's a lot of anger with that, just because imagine you have an entire X amount of time where you're told what to do, you're told where to go, and you act a certain way. Now you leave that environment, you come into a world where freedom, and everybody is just not at the level of, I guess the word would be um, at the level where. You could you could accept things sucking, meaning people get upset now because their Wi-Fi doesn't work. You know, people get upset now. They go to Starbucks and their Starbucks isn't ready. And I'm coming from a place of having showered in seven days. <laughs> I'm drinking warm water out of a plastic canteen, and you're complaining that there's no AC. So I could let that anger out, you know. Or, or even even today in class, I train uh, train people in a group fitness class. It gets a little warm in there and they start complaining. So in my head, I'm like, you're complaining is warm, but you want to lose weight. So what are you complaining about? It's at the end, it's just I realized that it's just the person, what they're going through, they're letting it out, and I shouldn't let that affect me. And that's how I've been doing it. And then of course I work out. Mm. I make sure to find constructive ways of releasing this energy that's more uh, productive instead of before where it's more destructive, mm -hmm. right? Because it feels good yelling at somebody, right? Somebody does something to you and son of a, ah, you know, you let go for that moment. It feels good. Mm -hmm. But then after that, now you're just like, what did I do? I care about this person. And I said this, why did I say that? And now all of a sudden you beat yourself up. Mm -hmm. So that's where, uh, that's how I've been. My phases of growth and mindfulness and learning myself with that. So, you learned that fact it's not really you maybe they have a just a bad day or so like understanding how anger was produced right but you said you are still working on you and totally understand yes this is just my ego i am reacting when do you get angry now you get angry still definitely i, I do i do um I could deal with physical stuff. I'm still working on the emotional side of things. Mm -hmm. So somebody could, again, I'm in New York. So I go to the city. I go to Manhattan. Somebody bumps into me. I don't think about it. <laughs> Doesn't bother me, right? M maybe in my 20s, you bump into me in the club. You start fighting. But now it's like you bump into me. I don't care. Somebody spills something on me, whatever. That's physical, right? That's mm -hmm. physical stuff. So yeah, Zana's been very quiet. Does she have any questions about anger? I'm just sitting in being angry. <laughs> <laughs> Why? 
No, I'm just kidding. Thank you. Um, I do have some questions uh, regarding people bumping into you. If I bump into you, would you get angry? If it's you physically bumping into me? <laughs> yeah, physically. No, I wouldn't get mad. I would then have to pick you up and move you out of the way physically. Excuse me, madam. And I would just place <laughs> you in another area. And then this way you would have to bump me again. It's fine. That's the, that's the luck yeah. of have working out and having muscles. <laughs> I think, yeah, so, you can do both of us together. Donna yeah, and as you were uh, talking about it, I was just thinking in my head, yeah, but what if, uh, you know, if a woman bumps into you? <laughs> <laughs> I know it's it's frustrating when a guy bumps into you. But <laughs> yeah, no, it's not even being threatened. It's in the cities of Man in the city of Manhattan. It's almost an unwritten rule that on the right side you walk one way, and on the left side you walk the other. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just like uh, driving on the streets on the side on the streets, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so what happens in New York is people will not move. People oh, don't, okay. and the worst ones. And I know it's going to hurt some feelings. The worst ones are short women. <laughs> that's that's what I've seen. Oh, my, my goodness. Okay. Well, I'm going to just tell the listeners how short I am. So I know he's pointing at me. All right. Thank you. <laughs> I am short. Okay. I'm not going to go in New York City. <laughs> of that. We just, have a saying. We have a saying in our language that... Uh, that um, Poison comes in small bottles, so <laughs> you better be careful. <laughs> See? Short ones that get me angry. But I'm telling you, when you walk down the streets, that you'll see that, and they will not move. They will come right at you. And when I was younger, like I said, I would get angry. and be like, Want you know? But no, now it's just like, all right, you bump into me. It's going to suck for you. You're going to hurt yourself. Is it even worse now with uh, mobile phones and people looking oh. at their devices? Oh, now, between that and now if you're driving in Manhattan, people will not look up. They'll just see, you know, walk and they'll just go. Oh. But cars will oh. still turn and forget it. People, oh, and then we have bicycles. That's the other one. I forgot. So you have the sidewalk for people walking, too many people. You have a bike lane for too many bicycles and delivery people. And then you have the road. And on the weekend, pure tourists, just chaos. So welcome to pure fury and anger. <laughs> but I'm good with it. I could go in there now and have no problem. So the definition of anger is like literally someone or something does something. I could deal with physical stuff, but the emotional stuff that really gets me is my relationships with being able to speak openly and then taking criticism is the other one. And not criticism as in bad. Criticism as, hey, George, you did X, Y, and Z. You better realize you did X, Y, and Z. So that's what I mean by emotionally. I try to understand that because that's my ego. That's my pride. That's me saying, I'm never wrong. I'm right because of this. But it doesn't work like that. And so that's where I realized, all right, I could be angry, but it's not helping. It's not constructive. It's not doing anything. So that's what I mean by like physically, I can take anything when it comes to anger, but emotionally I'm working on it slow and steady. Um, I'm making sure that I realize it. I'm making sure that I say certain things because you got to talk to yourself, right? So if I'm angry and I'm just like, I'm sorry, whatever, that's not an apology. Mm -hmm. But if you say, and you understand and you take a moment and you step back and you listen, all right, this is why this person feels like this because I did X, Y, and Z. Now it changes because now you're realizing what you did.
And now I can't get angry at that, even though I want to get angry at that, because that's my first response. The first response is to hulk up and be like, you're saying things that are hurting me emotionally. But now I realize, no, you got to work through that. And that's how you get better. And that's how slowly everything with anger. I'm not saying it's going to dissipate, but it's control. It has to be control. Like uh, another one of my favorite heroes, the Incredible Hulk. He is literally just pure anger. He's a regular man who, when he gets angry, <laughs> for whatever reason, he hulks up. And then later on, and this is the comic books, I'm a big TV guy because, again, my dad would watch TV and all this stuff. Later on, he becomes controlling. He himself meditates mm-hmm. to control his anger, to focus his anger. But it took him years to be able to do that. And that's where I feel I'm at. I'm slowly understanding. I'm slowly being able to focus it, not just physically, but the emotional part of it. Especially being a guy. I mean, born in the 80s, we don't, we don't speak about our emotions. We just drink some coffee and keep on going. Well, I didn't know Hulk did meditation. I'm yeah. like, wow, dead. That's cool. <laughs> so did you practice meditation? Before we formed this online group, it, Like, did you try any mindfulness practice? I'm going to say, I'm going to say no. I try to do versions of it, but it, it was never shown or explained to me in a way that clicked in my brain. So what I mean is like, I'll go to YouTube and I'll just put meditation music and I'll put it on and I'll just lay flat on my back. And then I'll get angry that I'm laying flat on my back because I could be doing something. Person's voice comes over and goes, breathe in deeply, release your emotions. Now release that fear. And, and next thing I know, I'm snoring because I fall asleep. And then I'm mad because I fell asleep for 30 minutes when I could have been doing something else. So I really didn't do much. Uh, again, with the military, they try to teach us certain things. Um, breathing techniques is what they would teach us, which would help. So like our anger there was more focused. You could be angry, but you got to breathe in between breaths. So that helps us control it. Meaning you can't be all tense and angry and hulk. But if you take a deep breath, let it out. Once you let it out on the natural breathe out, you, so that helps us control it. Uh, from there, we would do breathing technique meditation in, um, in the swimming pool. We would call, because we would dive in with our equipment and it was called explosive breathing. And the idea of that was to let us float in the water with all our equipment without taking deep breaths because then you sink to the bottom with all your equipment on. You want to fill up your lungs, fill them nice and big. So all we're doing is concentrating on our breathing, but that also helps us calm down all our emotions and be focused on what's going on. Focus on your breathing. So that's stuff I would do, and that worked. But like I said, with the YouTube and all that, no. And then once we did start this group, then I did get, uh, I guess you could say, help that would click. You know, I would get articles, and I'd be showing articles that would really... Yeah, some of them were very, like, philosophy, but it was philosophy that I would understand. It wasn't that slow. Take a deep breath, breathe out, let your chi flow through your fingers. Like, I can't do that. Um, yeah, like, I can't. But from there, you're telling me, oh, Qigong, which I never seen before. And now all of a sudden, I'm being shown Qigong as breathing, as working, workout meditation. Now that I could do. I could punch, the, I could punch to the side and hold the stance and feel that pain and focus on that. 
I could, you know, get in horse stands or a squat stands and sit there for 10 minutes. Now that I could do that. I could get behind. You know what I mean? The other meditation where I just sat, it just never clicked in my head. And that's the only meditation I knew of. So luckily, once we made this, this Zen group, I was sharing all these different things. And I'll be honest, like it clicked within, I would say, the second, the second time I did it. I understood what it was and said why I'm doing it. And because of learning that why, I, I continuously do it now. And now I look into different things, different types of breathing, belly breathing, diaphragm breathing. Once I'm angry, just take a deep breath, focus on something else for a minute. And all that is just from being talked to in a way that would click with me, not just your generic sit down, crisscross applesauce. That's what we call it here when you sit uh, with your legs crossed. Put your hands on your knees, take a deep breath, and just chill. And I'm, I just have way too much, I'll call it energy. <laughs> I have way too much energy to sit like that and consider that meditation to relax me now. So luckily for the group, I found that. And uh, yeah, I'm just made, I've reached quicker, quicker gains with that within the last year than I have with all the other stuff before that I've done. Mm, that's beautiful. Yes. We are now going to take a short break. After the break, Joji will continue talking about the different form of anger. Stay tuned. Let's open the box of Zen. Thank you for joining. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to dish out success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Whether it's personal growth, building a better business, or inspirational life stories, make it a daily habit to tune into our programs. From weight loss and personal branding to law of attraction and increased happiness, you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit voiceamerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Welcome back to Let's Open the Box of Zen with Hitomi. Have a question for Hitomi or her guests? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now, back to the show. So, um, my question is, do you think... Anger can be actually benefit. We have all different emotions and must be some reason to have that. So is anger is something like we should hate and try to avoid or you feel anger can be benefit sometimes, depending on the case? Oh, I think it could be I think it could be beneficial. 
at times, depending on what you're doing. I use anger this morning. Yeah, so this morning I'm doing deadlifts. I'm used to doing a certain amount of weights. And as I'm getting older, those weights are getting heavier and they're getting heavier. And as I'm doing deadlifts, I go up to what I don't feel is heavy and I end up at um, 425 pounds. So that's um, 193 kilos. So I ended up at that. And I got angry that I couldn't pick it up. So I took a minute, I stepped back, and I was like, all right, I could either calm down and refocus. Like, no, I'm just going to just get angry. So I got extra angry with it. I set up at the bar, and all of a sudden, I'm able to focus all my energy, put it into a little ball, and I was able to get five reps out of it. So when I went there, just relax and focus, this is what I'm going to do. I didn't get one. Now, all of a sudden, I let that emotion out. Maybe it could be ego. You could call it ego that I couldn't get it up. Now, all of a sudden, I get five. So that was this morning. Uh, another one that I feel is definitely positive is in athletics. It's in athletics. As long as the anger is controlled, you can't let it get out of control because then that's when you could do penalties. You could hurt something. You could hurt yourself or somebody else. And I played rugby. So you can't play rugby with a, without a little bit of anger. You know, you can't play against the opposing team. Yes, you respect the team. No, you don't want to hurt the other team. You know, you don't want to see somebody get really injured. But yes, you want to score. Yes, you want to win. And in rugby, there's no pads, just wearing shorts and pretty much a polo. And when you get run over by somebody and you're looking up and they're just running over you, like it happened to me twice, <laughs> I still remember, there's rage that comes out. That, that anger, I feel, takes away fear. And you could, like, I could get hit. I'll get right up. My arm could be dangling. I wouldn't even feel it. I'll just put it back together. Let's go. <laughs> Got to do it. So that's what, uh, that's what I feel is the positive with that. I feel like you're almost, I felt invincible, I'll be honest. When I'm on the field and I, I was like that, it was like, no one could touch me. So there is where I felt like it was positive because now all of a sudden, I self-talk. Hey, listen, you got to get up. Don't let that happen again. I start raging. I start breathing. I look like a bull. And um, that's when I use that anger now to go to work. And then I started working harder and harder in the game. Not saying I won the game, not saying I lost the game, but within that context, I was able to get a lot more power, a lot more energy. I wasn't tired, which is really important. I felt like I just keep on going. So within sports, I feel like it's a, it's a pretty good thing to use as long as it doesn't take you over and drive you to lose form, to do stupid things. Um, especially like, I mean, a sport like swimming, right? You could get angry in swimming, but you can't lose control because now all of a sudden you're breathing. You're, you're not moving fluidly, right? Tennis is another one. It's more of a finesse game. You could play angry, but if all of a sudden you're doing a backhand smash, you're throwing it into the stands, it's not going to help anything. You got to focus it. So I feel when it, when it comes to athletics, it helps because um, it takes, I think it takes away fear. Like you have no fear once you, once that anger comes out and that's where you got to be careful. You don't go raging. That's where, you know, people start hitting walls and breaking things and stuff like that. Your uh, choice of sports, is it somehow connected uh, with the anger or why rugby? Uh, why sports? It's, uh, well, the first sport was football. Uh, you got me thinking now. Luckily, I was, I was pretty smart. One of my teachers put my name into a lottery for a smarter school that's further away. I got in there. And now once you get into that school, you have to get good grades, obviously. And then you go to high school. And high school, again, is your zone. So wherever you live, that's where I would have went. And my teachers were pushing me because I did music. 
and I was pretty smart. They were pushing me to do, you know, XYZ schools. And to be honest, I felt nerdy. I was like, I felt like a nerd. I'm sitting there playing the trombone. And then my parents weren't, they weren't too much into knowing about school because they didn't speak the language. So I'm by myself. I'm my own parent pretty much when it comes to what I wanted to do. And then the long story short of it was I wanted to do something manly to allow for me to be smart. And I felt doing a contact sport gave me the ability to still be able to say, hey, I'm pretty smart. And I saw a school that said, all right, it's engineering, but they have a football team, a school called Fiorello LaGuardia. It's a school of the arts. So a lot of famous people go there, music and plays and everything. And so I realized, all right, I could be a nerd and play football. So I take my instrument, I go there, and I made it. I don't know if that makes sense. No, but, not at all. Yeah, because it, was, like, it wasn't like it is now where people are like, oh, you're smart, that's great, and they push it. Back then it was... I would go to school and there would be kids with one book bag with one book and they were the cool kids getting F's. Yeah, but playing musical instrument is, you know, but uh, it's not easy. So by default. It's no, it's not easy. But then when middle school, you're what is that? 12, 13. I remember where I'm where uh, remember where I'm living, and where I got to walk. through, mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there short, fat and chubby with a trombone case. So I'm shorter than everybody and everybody would say something. So it was almost like I was embarrassed to have it. I was embarrassed to do it. But then when I would carry the football equipment, it was like, whoa, he plays football. So then I could almost hide the fact that I'm going to an engineering school and I was trying to be an architect. So it's the surrounding issue. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, we kind of create our own side of the story many times could be just a misunderstanding for instance like you find your friend and hey looks like a she or he ignored you in your mind oh he or she doesn't like ignored me on purpose but it could be just simply he or she didn't see you but that's kind of a misunderstanding bring up on your own story i remember the story about the a monk trying to meditate on a lake. It's called Empty Boat. I don't know if it sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. So it basically goes something like uh, a monk uh, decides to do his meditation on a boat, on a lake, and he sits on his boat. He just floats in a, you know, around the lake. And uh, after some time of his eyes closed and meditative state, he feels a bump, something bumping into his boat. He didn't open his eyes immediately, but something uh, was uh, continuously bumping and bumping, and he felt more angry and angry. And then he decided to, whoever the person was, you know, uh, being so rude to interrupt his meditation. So when he got angry enough and wanted to uh, lash out at the person and open his eyes, then he saw that it was just another empty boat that was, you know, floating around and just kept bumping into his, into his boat. Mm -hmm. So it was like a uh, lesson for him to realize that the anger came from within him and not just that somebody provoked uh, him uh, for, for no other reason. So uh, he uh, continued on with that lesson in life, uh, thinking about the people that he meets as if they were empty boats. 
whenever he would get angry at somebody, he would say like, that person just an happy boat, you know, anger comes from, from within me, you know, just like, so that reminded me of, of, of that. Yeah, but you cannot say that there are not people who try to uh, uh, make you angry on purpose also, <laughs> you know, especially uh, with going to, to school, you know, with kids. Well, now, you know, now I'm better. Now I'll let the beard do the talking. I'm not really worried about it. But when I was coming up then, like 14, 15, 16, it was, uh, it, it was a different time with that. It reflects. Like whatever upsets you or whatever you are mad about or whatever annoys you uh, is a, a way, a reflection of what bothers you about yourself. So that that could be one of the uh, mechanisms, like just to avoid actually dealing with yourself. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Shadow work. Oh, my. I think if we start, everybody start the shadow work, you will actually notice how much it's actually seeing yourself that part you don't like yeah right? yeah definitely it's so easy to blame on something else or somebody else instead of looking at you like you have some kind of imbalance or something right mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. yeah it is it is it is yeah well the problem with that is right is you gotta let your ego go away you gotta be able to listen the difference between hearing somebody and listening to somebody Right, yeah. like you could you could talk to me and I'll hear you, but it doesn't mean I'm actually listening and paying attention to what you're telling me, right? Because my ego is in the way of that. But it never really goes away, uh, even like fully, even if you are aware of it. So today maybe you manage to deal with it somehow. It doesn't mean that tomorrow it, it's going to be the same. Like it's constant effort, constant. You can never be uh, free of your of your ego completely. Uh, oh. Uh, I also read a, a cool story about uh, from psychology. Uh, it was about your uh, mind and your yourself. So it goes on like uh, your mind is like your annoying roommate. You can never uh, get rid of that annoying roommate. So uh, the best thing you can do is try to uh, try to work with it so you don't get upset by it. By, by the roommate. I like it actually. <laughs> it's like you can never, you know, end the relation. Your roommate is always there. And definitely it will do anything to annoy you and distract you. And you have to find a way to, to be, you know, to work together with that roommate. <laughs> but it's, uh, I understand the concept, but it's, uh, yeah, that definitely is a challenge. Mm -hmm. So because you being upset or uh, having an argument with yourself or whatever, it doesn't, do any any good so so we need like a two roommates one yeah. you and one is like an angel kind you know like those yeah. devil and angel talks together <laughs> so it's actually good to when you talk to yourself <laughs> when i need an expert advice i talk to myself sometimes i have a meeting you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have a, a new person that comes to my class and he doesn't see the progress from day one to week three. And he gets angry at himself. Mm. And simple, something as I, I would put him on the bike day one. And I was like, all right, you're going to pedal on this bike. You're going to burn five calories. That's it. And doing that three times killed him. Right. So I'm talking about maybe 10 minutes worth of work. And that was it for him. 
Now he's able to not only do the whole workout, but he's able to do bigger movements. But in his mind, he doesn't see it because he's angry at himself for not being able to move how the people next to him are moving. He's angry because he feels like he should have like started training earlier. He feels like he wished he would have found my class earlier. But again, these are all things that aren't helping him instead of him saying, oh, wow, look how George is right. I'm better at this now. I can do the whole workout now. He just finds things to get angry about. It's almost like he doesn't want to accept that he's doing better because he's not at the at the standard of his mind where he thinks he should. His case is attached to his self-doubt. I'm not good enough. That is the base of his anger. Uh, when you get angry, when somebody messes with the people you care. So it's another kind of uh, angle you know, mm-hmm. to see like, how do you deal with that? Like uh, when you get angry, when you uh, not because it's somewhere inside of you and somebody provokes you, but because somebody else is suffering in real life and that makes you angry. I'm sorry, that was called um, moral and judgment anger. It's called righteous anger. It comes from, from real or perceived injustice that could happen to you or someone else. So that's what Zerna's talking about. And that's uh, one of the 14 angers that are out there. There are 14 yeah. angers? 14 angers. Well, let, let us know what is 14 angers. All right. So um, let's see. 14 angers. We got the first one. Is, we call it assertive anger. Ah, uh, George, it looks like we are running out of time. So we're going to continue next Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on voiceamerica.com empowerment channel. Let's open the box of Zen. Today's Shifu Yande's interview, as well as George from the box of Zen, um, information will be on voiceamerica.com. I hope you enjoyed it and we will be looking forward to talking with you next week. Thank you for joining. Domo arigato. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Let's Open the Box of Zen with Hitomi. We hope today's episode has helped you transcend your limiting beliefs and bring Zen into your heart. Tune in next week for more helpful tips. We'll see you Zen.